Welcome to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay, a functional nutritionist and holistic wellness practitioner. And I'm Jen Nickel, a movement witch and intuitive Reiki master. You are in the right place if you're ready to question society's wellness standards and prepared to be inspired to make changes that are right for you. Join us as we get into the yes. Let's go. Welcome back to Into the Yes. I am Marissa Fay. I am a functional and holistic nutritionist. I am joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Jen Nickel. Jen, say hi. Hi. Jen, what do you do? Who are you? Oh, um, you know, I wear a lot of hats, but around here, but uh, I think the big one is movement. I teach movement, but it's like a bigger picture than that. It's holistic movement, right? Totally. Yeah. And I was just going to say, we have to add the word energy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Energy around it. Yes. You are just shout out to you because anybody listening who's thought about experiencing Reiki and thought about experiencing it, you know, in a distance format, Jen is the most talented distance Reiki practitioner I know. And I say that having not worked with a lot of distance Reiki practitioners, but having had in-person Reiki and the experience with you from a distance is so amazing. Like it actually mostly makes me not want to do in-person because Hmm. it's such a good experience. So I just want to say that. That's nice to hear. You know, I have to give credit to the energy. I'm just the channel. Shout out to the energy. You're like at the award speech, right? The Grammys just happened. I feel like you're at the award speech. Like the person who's like, I just have to thank God. You're like, I just have to shout out to the energy. I mean, listen, all I did was sing the song. Right. Yeah. Right. Someone else wrote it. Someone else played it. Mm-hmm. Someone totally. else gave me the voice. Right. So it's just a channel. Yeah, yeah but... for sure. So today we are going to talk about a topic that I'm pretty sure people are going to love right? I think so. But but as hosts, it feels like maybe it's a little boring. So out the gate, (laughs) I am just going to set that tone, that lovely tone and say, we are going to talk about our day-to-day routines today as two people who work in the health field and believe in addressing health and well-being from a holistic mindset. We're going to like pull back the curtain. Right. How do we walk the walk? Yeah. Do we I mean walk the talk, talk the walk? What is it? I don't know. And whenever (laughs) I hear that phrase, I see a duck. I, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to talk the walk and we're going to talk talk and walk. Yes. We're going to do that, which we do. We talk and walk a lot. Actually, that is one of both of our favorite pastimes. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. I get a lot of energy talking. Yeah. Uh, So a lot of so first of all, the the important question here before we even go into the like, what are we doing every day to support our well-being is also the very frank, like, how how are you right now? Like, yeah, I mean, I love that question. And I, I just want to say it. And as we say it, anyone listening, like, how are you right now? And to just kind of sit with that. So I'm going to answer it. Like, I'm in the winter blues. This is what happens to me this time of year. Mm-hmm. and um, as winter's approaching, I'll say to myself, like, all right, I know it's coming. Let me see what I can do. And then it'll still, it'll still find its way to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming out of it though. This week, something shifted. 
and mm. the energy astrologically shifted, but um, but also within me. So, and, and we know they all kind of work together. It's collective. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And How I appreciate you? that honesty. I, I am in a pressure cooker is how I feel like Mm. there is a lot happening in the business side of things for me, which is beautiful and amazing. But also I am, I'm having trouble stepping outside of the pressure cooker when I need to, and then hopping back in when I need to. Right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So um, that's where I am, which is to say just very succinctly today when we're recording, I'm mentally exhausted. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably why we landed on a topic that was like, all right, this isn't like a big heavy hitter, but also I think that it can be a lot more relatable because it's like, what's the day-to-day like? Yeah. And I also think What's amazing about us having this conversation now with the kind of space that we're both in is that this is a very honest look at how we continue to care for ourselves, even when that may not feel like the thing you want to do. Right. In in fact, that's what came up for me. And like last week was tough for me mood wise. Like I, I feel like I got, I got low um, with my mood. And, and with that, it's funny if anyone's experienced that, you know, that it doesn't come attached to anything. There isn't a reason. There isn't something that you can say, Oh, I'm down because of this. You're just, I'm like, I don't know. I just am. And the things that I know help felt like mountains to climb. Yep. I super duper relate to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, there's not enough time in the day, but also there is because at some point I wind up, you know, it's 8 PM on the couch watching the real housewives of Miami. So we know there's time, right? Right. Oh, I know there's time. Cause yeah. I somehow end up watching, um, dogs get groomed on TikTok. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is niche. Okay. I mean, not on purpose. It showed up and then I got sucked in. Yeah. How, it's how those things happen. But like, that I can tell you 100% for sure that did not help the situation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because time passes in a vortex when you are right on social media in that way. It does. You actually, you actually leave your body. You're not even present in your body when you're on there. You're yeah. in someone else's, you're in some other space. And um, that is not the way to address what is going on with you currently in your body and in your mind. You're, you know, that's a distraction and a numbing technique. Oh yeah. And that actually reminds me one of the reasons I had a week where I'm mentally exhausted is because of some things that happened on TikTok where periodically I get all of a sudden a wave of people wanting to critique my videos and tell me that. So sometimes I record videos when I'm walking because like that's when I have the idea or that's when I have time to record and share something. And so I do, right. Mm-hmm. Because I want to share, right. And people want to hear from me, which is a beautiful thing. But all of a sudden, every once in a while, people come out of the woodwork then who are telling me about, you know, this video is making me sick. Right. Like, oh, cause of the movement. Yes. Yeah. Or like, you know, this isn't, you know, this isn't helpful for people who have to read which I always use ca- captions, 
you know, if you ever see captions not on something I put out, it's because the function for some reason was glitching and I couldn't do it. I yeah. always put captions on things. And it's tough for me sometimes when a lot of those comments come in because it's like, do you not appreciate like all of the really great things you have or could learn here from me? And like, you you get to choose to participate, right? You get to choose to watch this. And it's almost like they act as if they don't, right? Mm. It's a strange land over there in, in this space that we've created, which is like, I don't even know what it is. It's yeah. an energy. It's definitely its own energy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So we know what not to do. And like, I know this and yet I'll still end up in the death scroll. And I, you know, I think I said this to you. I'm like, I've gotten into this space where uh, now the TV is on and there's a show on and I'm also absorbed into whatever's on my phone. And now I've got two. It's like I turned the volume up so high to distract myself from what I'm feeling um, that I don't feel it. But then when I have to return back into my body, I sink even deeper. So I can so relate to that. And I will say what I sometimes do is I will put a show on and then I'll sit on my phone constantly updating my work email to make sure I don't miss if a client needs me because I feel guilty in some way that I'm watching a show. Oh, yeah. And I, and I don't ever want a client to feel like I'm not supporting them. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's that pressure on it. And like, so it creates a spiral of like, um, kind of self, what would you, what would you say to it? Cause I'm, it's, in, it's like, um, it's where we're very self-critical, right? So cri- Yeah. Self-critical. Cause then you're like, uh, I thought like, here I am doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing that instead, but well, and anytime you're shooting, right? Yes. We know that's probably not what you should be doing, right? Absolutely. So, okay. So what do you do to pull yourself out of a place like that? Yeah. So for me, I will say, as boring as it sounds, the consistency in my baseline, what my body needs to feel good, what my mind needs to feel good is the thing that ultimately takes me out of it like gets me out of it in a good way. So I find that just starting even with something small, right? Honing in on small, for example, I told you that this week movement wise and just context for people, I love to exercise. I was a group fitness instructor. I'm a yoga instructor. I did CrossFit for many years. I I have done bar. I have done, you name it. I've probably done it. I love to move my body. At times I've had an unhealthy relationship with that. And at times I've had a healthy relationship with that. And in my current phase, I'm very into building strength and building muscle for the benefits that it has for my overall health and well-being, but specifically my hormones. And I have been in a funk where like picking up a weight, like I've tried last week, I tried, I like half-assed like a couple workouts, just like tried to get myself in the space. And I just like, didn't want to, like, I just felt like, eh, you know? Uh So this week I gave myself a different guideline. And I said, this week, we're just going to walk every day. That Uh is what's going to happen this week. And if you feel like picking up a weight, do it. If you don't, that's okay. I will tell you, I came to Tuesday and I was like, 
oh, I should really pick up a weight today and do a formal workout. And I had a moment, right, of being like, I should really do that, right? Why ugh, Why can't I do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then later in the day, when I went for a walk, I was like, no way, this is exactly what I was supposed to be doing, right? So yeah. what I like to point out there is that one of my secret sauce that is not so secret to getting myself into a place where I'm feeling mentally, emotionally, physically well, or staying in that place is moving my body. And sometimes it looks like this great strength training program that I'm really committed to and loving, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it looks like hopping on, you know, an exercise bike, you know, while I'm working, right? And sometimes it looks like going to a bunch of yoga classes. And sometimes it's literally get my butt outside and go for a walk. And that is enough, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm currently doing in the movement category. And I will say after a number of days, because we're recording this on a Friday. So after committing to this, I will tell you, I've I've done every day except one. I want to say, maybe I did all the days up to today. So either way, all the days or maybe missed one day, right? Where I didn't get outside for a walk and I feel so much better than how I started the week. And yay for that. Yeah, totally. So you made a plan, you used what you've learned about yourself in the past and then said, okay, self, you're not feeling well. What helps you feel well? Oh, it's movement. Mm -hmm. Eh, I'm not feeling this type of movement. Okay, let me go with the basics. I'm going to take a walk. And then it worked. Yes. And I will also say something that I find supportive and and for anybody listening, this may work for you too, is um, sometimes changing the scenery of where I walk or changing what I listen to or meeting up with a friend. I mean, I love a friend walking date, like nobody's business. So you can find variety in these things. Like the way you move your body doesn't have to be something you do alone. It doesn't have to be something that you don't enjoy, right? Like there are ways to spice it up in other capacity. If you have the ability. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably good to mention here that this is like, this is the blues. This is not clinical depression Hmm. where, you know, where you, you, there's no way you're even probably getting out of bed or there might be your, your goal might be, I'm just going to get dressed today. Like Mm -hmm. that's it today. I will get dressed. Um, and there's a, there's triumph in that. Um, you know, we're talking like a different baseline here. Yeah. I'm glad that you clarified that for sure. And so no, first of all, always no judgment, but especially no judgment, right. If that's where somebody is. Absolutely. Um, and then that's when you, would seek help, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what are you doing right now for movement? Well, my movement is always my classes that I teach. Um, and there's only two days a week that I don't lead a class. And on those days, I give myself one day to not feel any pressure around it. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning I don't need a formal like routine or anything like that. Actually, both days I don't do a formal routine, but um, but one day might be extra rest and it's just kind of a, a very gentle rolling on the floor, very gentle, just like touch in or check in with my body by like, look, how does my shoulder feel when I lift this arm? And 
How does it feel when I exhale deeply? Like that sort of thing. Um, but, um, my movement well, is always in the classes that I teach. And so can you elaborate on what things you're prioritizing in those classes, right? Because you're, you've created a schedule of classes you teach that is very mindful, right? Of what bodies need. So what does that look like? Is it like three days of strength training, two days of something else? Like, you know? Yeah, it is specific and mindful. And, you know, this is where the walk the talk thing comes in because I design a program that I know supports me that I would also want, that I would want to stick with. Um, but I also will serve the people who come, come into the space. So there's two days of actual strength training with weights. Okay. And we do them in two different ways. They're not the same class twice. Okay. Um, there's basically what I try to do is add variety because that's mm. what a body loves is variety and change. So does the brain. Um, well, maybe not, I mean, change. What I mean is variety, not change. Yes. Let me keep yeah. that word out of there. Uh huh. All right. So, um, so those two classes, then there's my, um, elements class, which is a flow based class that, you know, nod gives nods to like a Pilates, a bar, a vinyasa yoga, a mobility type of class. And I would call it a more moderate. It's mm -hmm. not super heavy hitting, but it's also not gentle. Um, and then I also have a restorative class in there, which is really somatic and really just to reset the nervous system. I call it the, um, uh, the reset button. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. back to factory default settings. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and then the, the last class there is the elements class, but we add resistance into it, a small amount of resistance. And that's just to target the muscles in a new, in a new way, mm, target the muscle yeah. fiber. So um, trying to create a very well-rounded um, week of classes for people mm -hmm. and you and, needs, right? and, and for me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it works for me and it keeps me excited about showing up. Cause as you probably know, like when it becomes your job, it changes how you view fitness and exercise. Right. That was something I wasn't expecting when I became an instructor. Cause like you, I love to move. I've moved my whole life. I played every sport I could growing up. And, um, and funny thing, I was thinking about you talking about how, you know, that your, your mood, um, responds really well to movement. My dad brought up a point to me um, when I was home at Christmas, you know, I was talking about movement and how it was what kept me feeling well. And he's like, I know, remember, I remember if you were in between seasons and you didn't have anything that you were doing, you would sink into a hole. Yeah. Um, and I, and that reminded me, I'm like, it's true. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that daily physical activity, my mental state and my mood, my behavior all changed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I, how I connected with that. Yeah. yeah. With that yeah. movement changes things. Yeah, totally. And I have similar there. So that's what we're doing for movement right now. Yeah. What are you doing right now for food? Okay. So food is, you know, I've learned it all from you. Thank you. <laughs> um, there's a lot of mental to this. I think mindset, because I look at food now as an opportunity to nourish my body. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I look at it and have really connected with that now. Yeah. Um, so I, that's one thing that doesn't waver because I, I feel the difference. I feel the vibrancy that that allows for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually start the day. I make sure that I have the protein, the fat and the carb yep. at every meal and every meal and, um, always have either steamed or roasted veggies in the fridge on hand so that I can get a vegetable or a fruit. I have fruit on hand. Um, so I can always get a vegetable or a fruit in with, with the meal that I'm eating. Um, and I feel very satisfied that way. It feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. That even when my mood is low, that's always there now. Um, yeah. In the past, it would turn into like kind of empty-minded snacking or reaching for something that felt like it was giving me something like something sweet, like a bag of M&Ms or a bag of chips or something like that. And I'm not saying that that's wrong to do, but the mindset that I had when I was doing it, it was, it was a numbing behavior, kind of like the TikTok thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't find that I, that I'm doing that with food anymore. Yeah. Doing we it with TikTok. Right. <laughs> right. We're working on it. <laughs> We don't realize how much food really can be a way to show our body love and care. Mm. And even from like a nervous system perspective, right? Like Mm. this is the piece where, you know, I talk a lot of times with, with clients about how like anxiety has a very physical component. And one of the really common triggers of anxiety, um, happens to be undernourishing yourself and what that does to your blood sugar balance, AKA your hormones mm. and, um, or nourishing yourself in a way where you're really, um, forcing your body to work hard. Right. Right. And there's real magic in just getting that well-rounded plate in. Right. I mean, you said the word magic and a, a very nourishing plate is, corresponds really nicely with the root chakra. This is survival Mm -hmm. at its base level, Mm -hmm. right? Like if your body doesn't feel safe and satiated, right? How can it explore all the other places that it can can go? Right. Okay. So tell me one of your go-to simple meals that you had this week. Um, I had roasted chicken thighs and roasted cauliflower with sweet potato. Yeah. Uh, prepared in the, just, just prepared. I, I, I had meal prepped it on Sunday and that's my go-to at lunch. In fact, that's what I'll be having today at, at lunch. That sounds delicious. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And then when the cauliflower is in there, I can make a quick, like add eggs, cauliflower and a piece of gluten-free toast. And then that's my breakfast. And you know, I'm getting that in. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I think sometimes we psych ourselves out about the, like, what are we eating because of either history with dieting or a story we've told ourselves about how hard it is or feeling like you actually don't know, like you've never had that education, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, what are these foods? Where do they belong? Right. That, that we kind of psych ourselves out and it actually is, it's as simple as it sounds. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and not boring. I mean, it, it sounds a little bit boring, but I have a lot of spices on it. And, you know, I found a really nice avocado oil, mayo, mm-hmm. uh, garlic, aioli, and I'll put a little bit of that with the chicken and it just mm-hmm. adds a, 
a nice oomph to it, you know, totally. and like, it's such a satisfying meal. I'm actually getting hungry thinking about it right now. Like yeah. I crave it. So, and it doesn't seem like I actually enjoy that so much more than the past when it used to be like, Oh, I gotta have a salad now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I call things like that. Sad foods. Like right. Right? there's a way to make a salad where it's not a sad food, right? Like in the summer, you have all these fresh ingredients yes. and, Right. You add all these different flavor notes. That's not a sad salad, but we all know what a sad salad is. It's a, the sad salad is your mindset around it. If you yes. feel like Ugh, a salad again, I mean, if you're loving it, you can't wait to have it. Okay. But if you're really like I was, I'm like, Ugh, I just don't love salad, but I guess that's what I have to have. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, and I, yeah. And I would even say y'all now is not the time of the year. We're recording this in the winter. Maybe you're listening in a different season. Now is not the time of year to have a bunch of salads. I just want to put that out there for many, many reasons. Um, But largely even that it impacts your digestion in a negative way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So for food, I am doing like, kind of like you, I'm keeping it real simple, but I'm really enjoying a savory breakfast. So, you know, there's this whole idea that breakfast needs to be sweet, you know, that we're sold that I think it starts out with cereal. Yes. Cereal start that. Yeah. Yeah. I think cereal starts that now if I have cereal, it's dessert, which I love. I love a dessert cereal for the record. Um, but I am loving a savory breakfast this morning. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with this. I had it last night for dinner. I've, I'm probably going to have it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> which my boyfriend will probably not be thrilled about. Cause I'm about to eat up an entire thing that he got for us to share, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I've been in the air fryer putting a pre-made Turkey burger patty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by the way, everyone, it's just, it's straight up Turkey salt. And I think rosemary nothing else in it. Right. So you could do this. You could buy ground Turkey and make your own patties. Mm -hmm. Turkey patty goes into the air fryer. I flip it. And then when it's mostly done, I put in slices of polenta. So random. Oh, yep. And I have cauliflower rice. I have slices of polenta. I have the Turkey burger. I put pickles on the Turkey burger (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I put a little bit of butter or a little bit of shaved cheese on the polenta. And it is delightful. You heat the polenta up or you yeah. fry it or what? You just slice I, it, so, heat it? Yeah. So here's the thing. At Trader Joe's, and I know some grocery stores have this, you can get like a log of like organic polenta that's like made up, right? So not, it's not going to be that soft, squishy experience of polenta you have. It's like in a roll. Um, make sure you read the ingredients. Some of them have crap added and coloring. We don't want that, right? Yeah. But if you can find one that's relatively straightforward, Um, And then it's like kind of this log and you can just slice it. And so I've done where I'll make like a mini pizza experience on it. I've done Mm -hmm. where I'll like uh, melt cheese on it or I'll add like things that I've roasted to it. But yeah, I just slice coins of it basically, like half inch coins, heat it up. And I don't, there's something about just like good butter on that with some salt that's like, Mm. That sounds delicious. I'm I'm rethinking my lunch now because I have a polenta log upstairs. I'm I'm rethinking what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been obsessed with that um as of late. But also in general, I've been doing a lot of soups. We every week I feel like I've made a big batch of soup. 
Um, and then like this morning, you know, I, I, here's a secret. I like to, for meal prep. Yes. I like to do a weekend day where I do a big meal prep, but during the week I like to do a meal prep bump. And that's like, you cook some more protein up, you cook maybe more veg or more starch up. You just get yourself a few more options that are fresh. And I find if I do that in the morning, like while I'm getting my breakfast together, then I eat breakfast. And then by the time I'm done eating breakfast, it's like either time for whatever I was making to get some attention or be flipped or whatever. Mm. So like this morning we're running low on stuff. I just cooked up some chicken. Like I just threw it in the pan while I was eating breakfast, cooked up some chicken. I would have also cooked up some like probably roasted veggies, but like we didn't have anything that I could do that with. So but it's so easy if you just find a way to incorporate it into your day like that. Yeah. I mean, if you're home. Yes. If you're home. <laughs> you're at exactly. your breakfast, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally. So, um, but people who are working outside the home and coming home and trying to get a dinner ready, I think I know I remember that life a lot. And I well, would just have to make a lot extra of what I would make. Yes, exactly. I don't believe in on-demand cooking so much. So I would say that's on-demand cooking, right? Where you're yeah. like, every, nothing is prepped. You get home, it's dinner time. And you're like, I have to invest time and energy to make this happen. No, that's not my life. And I don't recommend it to people. I think it it's, in, it's inconsistent. It's hard to stick with. I do that on like Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. When like I have time and I like to cook, right? So it's like a luxury moment for me that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, But during the week, I don't have bandwidth for that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I never have bandwidth for it. I'm, I don't enjoy cooking. So it's always, it's always a necessity in, in my life. I mean, I'm, I feel grateful that I have the opportunity to, but it's not a hobby of, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm making some random thing. I love to, I love to like make a homemade version of something that you can't, that you can just buy for some reason that gets me going a little, but I don't actually like making dinner. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I was a healthy living blogger in my twenties and same, like I love finding a way to make something healthier. Like Figuring out how to make something that tastes like lasagna, but is better for me. I love that stuff. Yeah. 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 So, and then other than that, obviously I'm eating what you said, cause I taught you this, but, um, prioritizing a lot of protein. I'm trying to even prioritize it a little bit more recently. Cause I feel like that's what my body needs right now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really trying to make sure I have good variety in the types of protein that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm really getting enough at every meal because it can be easy to kind of shortchange yourself on the protein. There's like this whole part of us that I think like doesn't want to eat as much animal or something like that. There's something that goes on there. But one of my very simple tricks that I'm doing recently is instead of like the typical serving I've had of protein, I'm just having one and a half times that. Mm -hmm. I'm going big with the protein too. Um, You know, and because like what we discovered in, in, my work with you is my body's not absorbing protein very well. So I'm trying to amp it up. Yep. Yep. Um, and I don't find it too hard. Like, okay, some extra chicken. Yummy. Yeah. Yeah. If you like that. Lately I'm obsessed with grapefruit. So I'm eating a grapefruit a day. I'm on the grapefruit a day diet, but not (laughs) sad grapefruit. We've talked about this, not sad grapefruit. I'm not cutting it in half and putting Splenda on it and feeling sad that it's my only sweet thing I'm eating. Or that it's your breakfast. Yes. Or that exactly. Yes. That used to be 
whew, back in the me and my mom's diet days, uh-huh. the grapefruit was the half of a grapefruit was breakfast. That's wild to me now. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. But I do love me a grapefruit. I got some upstairs. Yeah. Eating yep. that too. Yep. So se- that's the seasonal, right? Yeah. We're eating- yep. Seasonal We're fitting thing. the seasonal in where it makes sense is what I would say. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not overly like, like when I eat seasonally, like how I'm doing now, it just means I'm not eating salads because like lettuce is not in season right now. Right. Like I'm not eating a lot of berries unless I'm getting them frozen and want to do something with them. Right. Like kind of eating what is fresh this time of year. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the apples are not good right now. No. But the citrus is. Yeah. And um right. I only use the frozen blueberries. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. okay. What are you doing? But wait, for- wait. Oh, I have one oh. more question. Okay. Yes. Because I think we've talked about this. Like I'm a dessert person. Oh and pretty. I basically if I I I've gotten away from breakfast dessert, but I really want a dessert after every meal. If I I eat savory, I want sweet to finish it off. So lunch and dinner, I always have a dessert, but like, what do you have as that? Or do you do that? You know me. I do that. Yes. I (laughs) I like a dessert as well. So yes, I do. And I have a dessert that I'm obsessed with after lunch. That is so bizarre. And I, well, I'll share it with you. Maybe it's not that bizarre, but I think it's very random. And I will tell you, I, it is not a dessert I eat because I'm like, Oh, diet foods. No, like I genuinely, this like hits a craving. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So I get organic rice cakes. I know rice cakes can feel like a sad diet food. When I make a rice cake and I do something with it, it doesn't feel sad. It feels delicious and crunchy and crispy. And I like it. Okay. And my body likes it. So, so I take two rice cakes and then I have really good quality dark chocolate chips mm-hmm. and I melt, I melt the dark chocolate chips on the rice cake. And then I just spread the melted chocolate. And some days I'll add like a little, this is random, but like bee pollen to it. Some days I'll add a little um, honey to it. If I feel like I want a little sweeter, what else have I added to it before? Sometimes I'll add some like coconut butter. I, there's probably other stuff I would throw on there, right. To like, mm-hmm. I've added cinnamon before, but it is everything I want because I will tell you I'm a volume eater. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So volume eaters, and this is a great thing for people, a term for others to learn too, um, means that you, your body really needs to feel full. And especially for me, because of so much of my history of dieting, it took a while to really retrain myself to recognize hunger and recognize fullness. And so I really like to walk away from a meal feeling like I am full, not full painful, but like, I am really satisfied. And part of what gets me there is having enough foods that like take up volume right? So it's the idea that like, if you look at, you know, a serving of broccoli versus a serving of rice, that broccoli is going to take up more space theoretically, right? It's Mm -hmm. not saying don't eat the rice, but what it is saying for me in my world is eat both of them, right? So like, right, right? get both of them because together that's going to be really satisfying because that's going to take up even more space. Um, That makes sense to me. Right. And so the reason I like the rice cake is because it prolongs the chocolate experience. 
Yo, you get more bites, more yes. bites with chocolate. Got yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a volume eater too. Then I didn't even know that that was a thing, but yeah. that's how I am too. I need to feel like I really got satisfied. Yeah. It's it. also why, like when berries are in season, I can eat a whole container of blueberries like that. Right. And yeah. I don't feel bad about that, but I'm just saying like, it's like, right. you know, I really want an abundance of, of, I think it's my body wanting an abundance of nutrients, really. Like I trust that instinct. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, for me, really that, that little dessert is like, it extends the chocolate. That's nice. Yeah. I'm going to try that. I've never tried yeah. that. It's good. How about you? What's your dessert of choice? Well, after lunch, it's a little bit smaller. Like, um, I get some good chocolate chips and sometimes it's just a few of those. It's just a little sweet thing. I don't need yeah. tons. Um, I am obsessed with candied ginger. Oof. Yeah. I really love it. And so that will a lot of times be my lunch dessert. Mm -hmm. Um, and I made last night, I made blondies, you know, gluten-free blondies. So that's, that was my dinner time dessert and it's a little heartier. And at night I feel like I want that. I want something more desserty. Yeah. I yeah. want it to feel like a moment. Mm -hmm. Totally. And what I want people to hear from this is like, we eat dessert and notice at no moment, I think, have we used the word treat or like indulgence or like, right. Like any word that it's like, Ooh, you have to accommodate for this. It's like, no, you can have this and you'll notice and what we're talking about is like, because I think because we give ourselves this on a daily basis, you don't need to have, you know, a, a large portion. You could, if you wanted, right. But you don't mm -hmm. need to, because you feel satisfied with uh, just a few bites, right. A few, whatever. Yes. And like, as an example of like making those squares, in my past self, who was quite hungry, <laughs> really, now that I am undernourished, now that I realize it, it's like I'd get around to that time of night and I wouldn't be able to stop. I'd eat like half the tray, yeah. you know, and then feel crappy, feel crappy on, on so many levels, like thinking what's wrong with me. I just ate all that and all of that. But also I just filled up on stuff that really isn't nourishing me. Like it tastes good and I enjoy it. But it's not nourishing, I mean, nourishing me the way that I could have built my plates throughout the day so that I didn't have that like insatiable feeling at the end of yes. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, totally. So there's, there's just a difference there. And I've noticed a big change with that, that there's, it wasn't a mental control. It was actually my body not desiring it. It wasn't yes. me mentally having to control myself. Which brings me yeah. to a point of if you're having a lot of sweet cravings, it's not about your mind. That's nice there's, to hear, right? There is. Yeah, totally. Like there's a brain aspect to some behavioral pieces that go with that. But actually when we are craving lots of sweet things, there are multiple reasons why your body could be driving you towards that, including things like you're not overall getting enough nourishment and your body wants more quick energy. Uh, including that your blood sugar is going up and down a bunch and your body has been on a downward spiral and wants to go up again, right? That's protective for you. Um, can also be 
there's imbalances in your gut and the actual critters there are wanting to be fed, right? So like there can be even more reasons than that, right? That your body drives you to crave sweet things. And many of them, it's actually not the mental piece first. It's it's the physical piece and then the mental comes on board because we, we live in our heads a lot, don't we? Yeah. And then we'll belittle ourselves over it or, and it's really not supportive. So we kind of tipped out into this, but I just want to hear briefly, because I know we're going long. Yeah. What are you doing right now for your mindset, for your mental, emotional well-being? What's in the Mm. day-to-day routine? Um, Well, the first thing is, you know, one thing that I make sure that I do, even when I'm in, in a lower place is to go outside first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. I go stand on the deck. Um, and I ask what I can do for my body. Like, how can Mm -hmm. I support you today? So that's a little mindset thing that brings me into myself. My other mindset practices, they honestly, they happen in my classes where Mm -hmm. there's always a moment of gratitude, a moment of setting an intention and sitting with it. And even though I'm leading the group in doing that, I'm doing it for myself as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the last thing is when I feel low, I usually reach out to a practitioner to hold space for me. Cause I tend to be in the role where I'm holding space for people. If I'm, if I'm offering Reiki, that's holding an energetic space for someone. If I'm leading a class, that's holding energetic space for someone. But I, um, booked an appointment and reached out and had an energy session with someone. And that, um, is a really helpful thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I love those, especially the step outside, uh, because getting sunlight, even if you can't see it into your eyes is hugely supportive of so many things. Um, I, I really do aim to meditate most weekdays. This last week, I've been a little bit of a slacker. I meditated this morning. Um, and I only do like five to 10 minutes, like to be real clear with folks, um, And so I would say on an average week or average day, I'm meditating, right? Sometimes it doesn't happen. And on days it doesn't happen, I like to do something else that at least kind of tunes me in. So I have a, I have a card deck that I like, right? An Oracle deck and I'll pull cards from that. Like if I'm not going to meditate just to have a little kind of moment with myself, I really need that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what else am I doing for my mental, emotional well-being? It's a great question. I actually, I'm going to flip something around a little bit, which is if there's a show that you're really excited to watch and like watching an episode feels like something that feels good to do, I actually am pro that for like mental, emotional well-being. I think it serves a purpose. Definitely. It's yeah. it's how, it, again, it's like intention and the energy you bring into that space when you're doing it yep. is really what it, that's about. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. Because for me, like, I don't like there's new episodes of like love is blind coming out <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, I'm going to curl up with my cat. We're going to watch an episode. Maybe I'm going to have a cup of tea. Like that is something that I really do relish. Yeah. 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 I mean, I also pull cards too. You know, I forget about that. I, those, that's just part of my thing. I pause, I light an incense. I, I spend the morning in quiet 
And I think another thing that's, that's huge is like, for me, I'm a connection person and Mm -hmm. it's reaching out, just talking, um, like speaking it out loud to people, like speaking it out loud to my husband, speaking out loud to my friends and saying, I'm just low right now, not speaking it in a way of like, I'm giving this to you. I want you to fix it for me, but speaking it just, I have to get it out of me. I have to name it and say it and connect with it in order to move through it. So that, that is a mindset thing for me too. It's maybe not mindset, like in a roundabout way. Yep. I agree. Um, and then I also try to do my red light every day. Oh, that there you I go. Love. I love my red light. Mm-hmm. I put it on my thyroid. I put it on my liver sometimes, sometimes on my face, right? If it's a really dark day. Um, and I also love listening to Hertz music. The, the Hertz yeah. yeah. The frequency music. The frequency yes. music. Yep. Yep. I love listening to that. There is something about, at least for me, and I know other people this way too. So I'm not trying to say I'm special, but mm-hmm. like, if I am in a mood, like yes, moving my body, but if that feels hard, I just put on the frequency that I want to shift to. And that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use that too. And and then I'm going to say one more thing that shifts me. Well, one more, maybe it'll lead into something else, but, um, is I like to put on like dance type music and mm-hmm. like dance mm-hmm. that usually shifts me. Yeah. It usually shifts me. I mean, again, this is one of those that can feel like a mountain, mm-hmm. but the music f- is first. Mm-hmm. So if you know a song, like so- a song that gets you going, then if you turn that on, just seeing what happens, music is powerful, right? Sound is powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with that, what are you a yes for? Oh my gosh. What am I a yes for? What are you a yes for? You go first. I was going to say, I know I am a yes for, I'm going to take one of your restorative classes this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I recommend this Wednesdays. It oh, okay, was, good. it was, uh, it was the perfect container. Oh, I'll good. Just leave okay. it at that. It was quite, perfect. quite nice. Um, and those classes are very channeled. So yeah. you'll feel that. Um, okay. I am a yes for moving, just continuing the moving mm-hmm. a walk, yep. definitely a walk. It's, that's that. a tough one for me in the winter. I don't like the cold. Yeah, but, but that's one of the things where, and you know this, it's like bundle up, go for 10 minutes, yep. right? See how you feel after 10 minutes. If you want to turn around, turn around. Right. And and I have been trying to do that yeah. and it does help. It does help when I do. Yeah. Where can folks find you? Find me on TikTok, but you won't death scroll with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jen Nichols 09, same thing on Instagram. And then any of the classes, by the way, they're there on, it's, on demand. You can find any of these classes that we're talking about and you get it for 48 hours if you rent it. So if you love it, you can do it a couple of times. The elements experience.com. Love it. How about you? You can can find me Instagram, TikTok at Marissa Fay wellness, one R one S in Marissa and um, at Marissa Fay.com, which is getting a facelift right now. And I'm hoping we'll be up and running at the end of the month. Okay. Can't wait. All right. All right, everyone. Peace out. Mm